Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Sidetracked. My name is Mitch Parry and joining me once again through the screen is frowny mystical dick Nick. How you doing mate? Mystical dick Nick. Don't act like you've never been called that before mate. <laughs> <laughs> it, was my, it was one of my many nicknames in high school Mitch, you know that. Oh, um, I do know my- that. Good Mythical Morning, great YouTube channel. Uh, oh, I don't fantastic. know if you're aware. You fantastic. Retin, Retin Link, I'm very aware there, Franny. How you Absolutely. been, mate? I've been good. Um, I've had a f- busy few weeks. Like, Me too, I think mate. I can't remember what our last episode was. And if it had anything to do with Dylan Orcott, then we'll go, yeah, we've been cancelled. And that's why we're <laughs> a couple weeks off. If there's been an episode after that, then we just had a break. I don't know. This isn't this the, this show kind of comes around sporadically, but, but um, yeah. But saying that, um, me and Nick have, are now doing a charity event for wheelchair tennis, uh, just out of the blue. Like, that's nothing to do with us being cancelled or trying to regain our reputation. We had to do a press conference, and it was, it was, yeah. You know, we're trying to right the wrongs. I tell you what, someone listened to that episode who doesn't listen to many of my podcasts, and I don't know why, he, I don't know how he found this one to listen to, and he just messaged me. He's like, "So I just listened to the Dylan Alcott episode." Oh boy! <laughs> I just, there was just nothing else. I was like, "What did you think?" He's like, "Yeah, look, I couldn't say that where I work." I tell you. Oh that my much. god! Yeah. <laughs> oh, Freddy, big, know, big few weeks, though, mate. Big few weeks. I've been, I've had a few big, well, massive few weeks, to be honest. That's why we probably haven't uh, been around to doing this. But we, a couple of weeks ago, mate, we were uh, superstars for a night. Yeah, it's it's rekindling the old flame of being, um, of being rock stars, playing a show again. Um, for those who don't know, um, myself. And Mitch Barry uh, were once in a band called Static Revenues, probably finished up about six years ago. And about two weeks ago, we had a one-off show, sold out, yep. Mitch. Sold out, sold out for any. Proven headliners, I think we can say going forward. It uh, was, I, it's so overachieved. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> never, was stupid. <laughs> it, overachieved is the best way of putting it. Like, it was one of those shows that we were... I, I kept telling him, I said, don't put us on, put some, like, put us underneath a good band who can sell, who can sell tickets themselves, because we're not going to sell fucking nah, tickets. No, we're not going to do anything. No one cared about us six years ago. Why would they care about us six years later? And we but still have we- no new music, no more <laughs> accessible music. If anything, <laughs> it's harder to find our music now than it ever was. <laughs> I couldn't even, you know what the worst part is? Like, I mentioned to you, I'm like, I should put our music on Spotify. And you're like, yeah, good idea. I tried to do it, but because our music apparently was so low quality, I couldn't get, like, find the original <laughs> Files, it would not accept them. So, but it was like it was like a 160p um YouTube video. You don't remember oh. like those was like six pixels on the entire screen. Oh, I that do was remember. basically our music. <laughs> it was what RedTube do. used to be like back in the day. Oh, don't you... take me back. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet times. <laughs> but no, Fran, it was ridiculous. I think that was like the first thing you said to me after the show was that was overachieved. I reckon within <laughs> the first five minutes of us getting off stage. But no, it was nuts. We um. Live potty with what we did on the weekend just came out as well, so give that a yes, listen. Absolutely. Some heard trouble, and then it was us. And literally, I reckon an hour before we went on, I was looking at the crowd. I was watching the the crowd at the potty, and some heard trouble, and I went, "Nah, we're not gonna have many people in here when we I play. Was, Who's gonna yeah. give a fuck?" <laughs> the thing was, like, because when some heard trouble came on I, towards the end, I went outside just to like get get some air, and, you know, a bit of pre rock star preparation. And there was a lot of people outside, and I was kind of like, "Okay, we." This could be a good sign or a bad sign. It means people might be waiting for us, or people might be just fucking off. And yep. I was like, uh, I because we were expecting probably, I don't know, maybe fifty people to be in there. That maybe. was at, on a good night. Yeah, on a, on a good, good night, night, fifty people, a few of our mates, a few people from other bands as well. We can all kind of have a laugh and in, just kind of enjoy ourselves. And when we put our intro on, it all of a sudden Kanye the, West starts playing. The lights the went black. <laughs> yeah, the lights went black. We start coming out to this like. 
beautiful choir section of uh, Kanye West Dark Fantasy, and everyone goes, fuck! <laughs> everyone just making noise. And, and it, I was like, what is this nonsense? It was, I actually had someone, I think the best compliment, I've been in bands for a few years now, and I think <laughs> someone, it was my friend Jack, and he came up to me after, and he was explaining it as like a bit of a party. Like, that's how the, the show was. It was just yes. a good time. And he comes up to me and goes, that was 6 p.m. at Unify. Yeah, That was a 6 p.m. Yes. at Unify set. And I reckon that's the best fucking compliment for Annie I've ever that's had. That's fantastic. And then we got absolutely annihilated afterwards. Yeah, well, like... It was weird. Like we got we got fucked up as hell. Um, I landed myself in many, one of many K holes for the night, and I was just kind of. And then I would get on stage with um Jason Burjo while they're DJing, and then tell them to put Limp Biscuit on. They'd be like, "The transition's not right. Yes, the transition's." <laughs> we're playing like Died as Murder. I'm like, "Put Limp Biscuit on, you put bastards!" <laughs> Fuck, it was good though, Franny. What we I've already been asked. I've genuinely already been asked for us to play more shows. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I'm putting here. a price tag on it now, though. I'm putting I a price tag. Somebody else talking to outside. There was this 40-year-old dude who came up to me, and he was like, oh, you guys have a lot of... And he started naming all these, like he said, 1993 Melbourne hardcore bands. And I just... Because I didn't want to disappoint the man. I was like, yeah, they're huge influences. <laughs> I, just, I would just agree. <laughs> like, and then they'd be like... And obviously, like, Rage and a couple other bands, blah, blah, blah. But like he was, like, mentioning these bands, like, called Game Over, and there was a couple other bands. I can't remember. It was like, yeah, 1993 kind of Melbourne hardcore. Yeah. It's like, dude... Big influence on us. And I was oh. like, no, they're not. I have no fucking idea what 1993 hardcore Melbourne was like. I did have a very good night, Franny. I had a fantastic night. I went to the retreat hotel. Peter Helly was there. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> so- <laughs> What's wrong with his marriage at the moment? What the fuck's going on? He's at the retreat. retreat. <laughs> yeah. At 3 a.m., everyone's coming up to him going, Strawny. And he's Strawny. like, fuck my life. <laughs> I fucking and hate what I've created. All I say is, I went home. I was having a great night. Get a phone call from Nick. <laughs> And he was fucked, gone. Just what saying, on the other end of the line, just saying, sing to me. Sing to me. Oh, I'm not fucking singing to you. Sing to me. And then you get to my house after your two and a half kilometre walk at 4.30 in the morning to the streets of Paran and St Gilda to rock up to an open door. But instead of opening the door, you just shined a torch through it. <laughs> and then... You- wouldn't let you. Ha- I had to make your bed as well. You would put it. You wouldn't make your own fucking bed either, Fred. You were a menace, mate. And what what happened when? So you made my bed, and then you go out the room, and you come back about a minute later, and what you, what was there, Mitch? What was it? Oh, Frowny. Do I tell the scenes? Do I? Do I? Do you I? You can tell know. the scenes as much detail as you need. All right. So you imagine. All right. I'll put it this way. You imagine Augustus Glump at the Willy Wonka factory. All right. Oh, but instead of. Being a Willy Wonka factory, it was the Whiz Fizz factory. And instead instead of jumping in the chocolate river, he was snorting it. (laughs) You literally walked in and I just racked up this fat old line and you're just like, you fucking delinquent. (laughs) And I was just like, I'm in the morning. I literally said, it'll help me sleep. (laughs) And then so I'm laying in bed. I'm laying in bed. And all I hear in the other room is Anthony Hudson, because Nick's watching fucking AFL highlights at max volume on his phone. Because <laughs> he's just well, with every hear. door I open. I hear anything else. <laughs> Fuck up. And then I was like, Frowny, are you good? Do you need a blanket? You're like, get me a blanket. So I had to walk into the street in pretty much me undies shirtless, ruffle through me car to fuck get back to you just being a fucking menace. 
Good times, though, Nick. What about, like, so what happened was we, uh, Mitch went home a little bit earlier than the rest of us. And I yep. went, um, I took a Uber ride with a friend of, um, friend of ours who was, who was saying that, like, yo, me and Mitch live really close together. We live a stone's throw away stone's from throw each away. other. Just that we live a stone's throw away from each other. So we'll Uber back to my mates and I'll be able to walk to yours because I was staying at your place. So we get there. And I get to I get to old mate Paddy's and like we're out the front and I'm like he's like oh what do you want to do I was like oh, I'll, I'll walk you know you're not too far away from Mitch's I'll just go there <laughs> put out pull out my Google Maps and I'm a fucking 27 minute walk away from fucking Mitch's place <laughs> who's throwing these stones Mitch if I'm a stone throw away why is fucking Thor the person who has to be sending these fucking stones it's bullshit oh Nick oh, I'm sorry but like. It's pretty close, though, isn't it? No, no. Are you That's sure you I just weren't you. in a K-hole that just yeah. looked like fucking time moving around you? It was like a two and a half minute walk. They, they, have, just, a, they have a setting on my phone. It's like you have a, like it's like a you know how like it's a walking, riding, driving. Yeah, you there's got a the K, There's a K-hole. There's a K-hole <laughs> setting. So I was like, in, a, in the K-hole would be twenty-seven minutes. Normal walking about three. <laughs> <laughs> You're just headbutting a fence for 25 and that's minutes. When I, and that's when I called you and I was like, sing to me, Mitch. Because oh. I was terrified because people were fucking walking. Like, people were doing like their morning walks at this time in the morning. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is terrifying. <laughs> and I'm walking in the middle of the road like it's fucking Silent Hill and I'm about oh. to get eaten alive. It's fucking horrible. Oh, it was fantastic, Nick. But the question everyone wants to know static, yay or nay, ever happening again? With the Six right offer, time, I baby. We're, we're, absolutely. Uh, we're a stone throw away from uh, playing again, I would say. Who's <laughs> 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 what was What did you say the other day? Who's throwing the stone? Eddie, Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie oh, Hall. Nick. Maybe I've, so I've, been, I've been asked if there's been offers out there, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll Look, I, I was another guy I was talking to outside said he worked for Unify and he said he's UNFD and he's like, dude, you guys will be perfect for the Thursday night. And I said, put us on. Pay oh us my a lot. god, you like, imagine. <laughs> Brownie, so you, <laughs> you imagine people being like they're announcing, oh, they're announcing the Thursday night at Unify, <laughs> static revenue. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck? That would be the best thing. And walking out on stage, and I don't think we'd get the same reception as a drunk fucking stay gold at 10.30. I know. I don't know. I well, The thing is, at the, I'm like to think at that stage because we'd be first on, I'd assume, or we'd be headlining. It depends, we'd be, it mate, we only how headline how these days, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Proven headliners. But like, everyone just wants to see music, so I feel like we'd have a good crowd for it. But I imagine like, because we're all, you know, like Backbone's all about promoting like all these new and up and coming bands and then it gets to the Thursday Unify and we take one of the slots. Oh like, my wouldn't, God. That be, wouldn't that be the biggest heel turn <laughs> ever? Imagine that. It's like Void of Vision applied or something it's like Void Vision cancelled replacing them at stake <laughs> revenue it's like what the fuck who the fuck is that it'd oh. be so good I'd be oh. so I said yeah we'll play if we get offered a, uni- uni- oh, a unify slot we'll play it and um, we'll get all our mates to get uh, do guesties like, or if Gloom do an so. album or if Gloom do an album tour that's sold out we'll Ooh, support yeah. it then we'll yeah, already sold out because we need to keep that like you know, pre- yeah we need to play a of sold out shows <laughs> oh Nick anything else so, Nick, I had one of the... I've caught a lot of Ubers in my time, Nick. A lot. Yeah, I'm an Uber yeah. guy myself. Yeah, so I think the other day I had, I would say, one of the more uncomfortable moments I've ever had in an Uber. Ooh, one hello. of the strangest. Now, this is... I'm going to say it as it was said. So, I nearly <laughs> am going to say something to Uber about this driver. But I need to I need to 
tell it how this man said something to me. And Nick, okay. I need your opinion on this situation. Okay, perfect. And how you this. would have handled yourself in this situation. Yep. No so, problems. I'm in an Uber. I watched the footy. Watched the Mighty Tigers get up over the Hawks on Sunday. Were you there, nah, Nick? No, I was at a wedding. I'll uh, get into that. Shit excuse. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been a good segue at the end of this, wouldn't it? <laughs> Damn it. Um, so, what anyway, we went prepare? there. Went to the footy. Feeling good, Nick. I was feeling fantastic. And I had a few That's friends good. to decide to go to our Moondog OG in Abbotsford. And I went, you know ah. what? I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. So, okay. I went home. Stupidly from the G back. St. Kilda. Got dressed. Got an Uber. About yep. a 20-minute Uber ride from my place to Abbotsford. And in the Uber, I don't know. I've been a, I've been a little less of an Uber conversation person recently. Okay. But, so, he was really trying. He was really trying, this bloke. Young guy, probably mid-30s. Yep. And he's sitting there. I'm having a chat with him. Silence for about five minutes. And he comes back with the, so what do you do for work? And I'm like, oh, I thought we are doing the silent Uber ride. So, you were yeah. chatting. <laughs> we're chatting and we're starting to talk. And he's very interested in a lot of things anyway. So... Everything's cool, Nick. Everything's fine. Anyway, we start pulling up to Moondog. Yes. And there's a brothel three doors before. Wow. And yeah, I know. So it was called, I can't remember what it was called, but we're driving past and he points at it and he goes, very nice girls in there. (laughs) And I looked at him and I did, because I had no idea what it was. And then I had a good look and I looked at him and said, is that a brothel? And he goes, yes, yes, that's a brothel. (laughs) <laughs> Very nice girls in there. This is three places. Like, we're talking 50 meters away from where he's dropped me off. Yeah. So, we get there. Pulls up to Moondog. Turns back. Looks oh, no. me dead in the eye, Nick. And this is how he said it. He looked at me and goes, Very young girls. Very tight pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And he didn't say he that. He swear on my life said that. And I have never in my life not known what to do. This was his, instead of saying goodbye, this is how he sayonara'd me out of the car. (laughs) That's exactly what he said to me. His last words were very tight pussies. And I went, okay. And I got out and I walked in, looked at my friends. I'm like, I just had the strangest conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know how to feel about it, Nick. It was so weird. So this is the thing, like... Like, for those who've listened to previous sidetracked episodes, you know how we feel about strip clubs. So, like, a brothel is kind of like the next step. I'm so intimidated by everybody. Oh. I'm intimidated by talking to a girl at a bar. Let alone going into a brothel. So, when this guy, like, points it out, feels like he probably has, like, a VIP membership to this fucking place. He, he, he pro- looked he like he knew who to recommend. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Say, say hi to Candace for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say my name at the door for 10% off or something. Well, <laughs> maybe he thought, he's probably thinking, if I, like, give him a good recommendation he'll tip my he'll give me a tip on top of my uber fee and like you'll give him a five star did you give him a five star rating up i haven't actually rated him yet wow because i've still got the skip i skipped it because i'm sitting there trying to figure out (laughs) what to do do i like because i was talking to someone at work about it and they're like we wouldn't want our like daughters getting in the car with this guy i'm like yeah he was a bit fucking creepy to be honest and then i was like I just don't know, Nick. And I just thought I'd talk about it with you. I just think, is that mm. the... Is that... I don't know. I don't even know where to start. It's not the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in an Uber, by the way. But <laughs> it's number two. Oh, number two. I'll tell you number one. Number one was pretty fucking funny. Wait, what, what's number one? What's number one? So, number one. Uh, this one's pretty good, Nick. You're going <laughs> to like this. So, we're at... Um, I'm at Cherry Bar watching yep. Slowly Slowly. Yep. There's probably 10 of us, 12 of us there. I'm yep. fucking hammered. I'm absolutely hammered. 
So we all, two, like two piles of five of us get into two different Ubers, or like four of us, and we get in, and I'm, mate, I'm hammered. And I knew we were going back to my place, and everyone wanted to smoke weed. So I'm like, oh, I don't even smoke pot. I genuinely I dabble in it, don't really do it. So we get in the Uber anyway, and the guy looks at us and goes, how's your night going, guys? And I'm like, yeah, good. He's like, what are you up to? I'm like, going back to my house, smoke weed. <laughs> So proud of yourself yeah, when you and say someone it as well. looked at me and like, Mitch, shut up. He's like, Oh, you boys, you boys smoke pot, do you? I'm like, Well, oh, we dabble. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. You've got like, so you've gone from the guy who barely smokes to the guy who has like, you're the main pot oh, guy the, in the whole. Oh, group. mate, mate, mate. Oh, oh. Yeah, four twenty blaze up. Like, you know what I mean? And I was, I was like, Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know, and so he's driving us, this guy, and he looks at us and goes. I got a bit of weed on me right now. I'm like, oh, sick man, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And anyway, gets to my place and looks at me and goes, "Can I come in and smoke a joint with this?" Oh no! So I'm fucked. So I'm like, sure. Next thing you know, there's an Uber driver on my couch for two and a half hours smoking. <laughs> there's like eleven of us in there, and my Uber driver didn't leave for genuinely two hours to the point where one of my mates is like, "We got to get this fucking guy out of here." <laughs> Declining Uber rides yeah. the whole time. No, but the weirdest thing was, so this dude was clearly fucked at the end of it, looked at our group and goes, so who wants a free lift home? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yes. It's started offering us free rides home. We all were like, nah, we're pretty good, mate. He's like, yeah, see you, boys. Glazed off his head, gets out and just drives home. He drives home. Oh, oh yeah, my dude, God. It was nuts. Like, we're talking, this was probably five in the morning by this point. And he just gets up and goes. And we're like, thank God he's gone. He thought he would have been thinking he was doing the nicest thing. He's like, dude, you know, like these guys have treated me. Like, you know, we've all been hanging out, talking shit. It's all been great vibes with the boys. I'm going to offer him a free ride. <laughs> <laughs> they don't think that everyone, they don't, he doesn't know that everyone else is thinking, this guy's going to kill us. Like, yeah, we're no, not getting in a car with that this That was man. the point. We're sitting there going, this guy's either going to murder us or never leave. Like, he <laughs> yeah. lives on our couch now. And then for like a month after, I'm like, that Uber driver still knows where I live. Yeah. He still knows where I live. <laughs> And you're like, I, I told him where we live. How, I, why did I do I this? I think that's pretty crazy, though, Brady, to be honest that's with fucking, you. That's wild. Smoking weed with your Uber driver is definitely going to be top five Uber driver rides <laughs> of all time. <laughs> like, I love the audacity for him to even ask to be like, yeah, can I come in? Oh, like, and he had a, just met you. And his rule was everyone had to roll a joint each. He was like, everyone has to have their own joints. Like he's oh. fucking Otto from The Simpsons or something. <laughs> and we're like, I'm just like... Yes. Fucking hell, this has gotta get ridiculous. <laughs> and you're and I know you, Mitch, you can't roll you can't roll cigarettes to live for your fucking life. No. So you have been really struggling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm the kind of guy if I've ever got to dabble in weed anyway, I wanna share one joint with nineteen people. Yeah, exactly. I wanna have one toke and be like, Oh, I'm so fucked. <laughs> That's it's me. Like, it's the same thing. Like we've talked about. It's like the idea of no one. Bo- we don't know where weed ever comes from. No. It, just, it just appears at houses. It's like we, I've never bought weed in my fucking life, and I don't plan to anytime soon. You just kind of smoke it when it's around you. Oh, mate, fantastic though. And uh, yeah, I hope that never happens again though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mitchell. Well, I went to a wedding, oh, Mitch. Here we go. And I want to I want to start this off with um you know kind of correcting something that I've said in the past. I want to I want to admit a mistake, which is very rare for me. It's a big thing for me oh, to. Can do. I guess what it is? Yes. Yeah, you got to say women don't look their best on their wedding day. They do absolutely. They do now. I is that what is that what it was? Yeah. 
Yeah, that is. Um, so I made the claim that a few weeks ago that um, women, like when they say like, you know, girls look their best on their wedding day, I said, I don't think that's true. I like, I think they look better in casual gear. Yep. The bride, bride in this looks stunning. And I was oh, like, I was beautiful. very like, I was very, you know, brought tears to my eyes. Oh, did you cry, Nick? Did you cry? I did a little. I welled up. I didn't cry. But yes. like, you know, I was be- like, best man at a wedding. I'd love to go to a wedding and not have any responsibilities, Mitch. Yeah. Honestly, I fucking hate it. I hate it. It's a hard this. life being popular, isn't it? You yeah. dickhead. <laughs> well, <laughs> Someone said. Someone said to me, "It's like Nick, you either ha- you're ever really close with someone, or you fucking hate them." And that's like my two yeah. ways of going for it. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm either I'm either in the group a groomsman, or I'm not invited to the wedding. That's kind yeah. of my thing. Yeah, it's only yeah, been the I one wedding that. that I've really not had to do anything. But um, so like I I um was best man at a wedding a couple of years back. Did a speech, killed it. All right, like really, really good. Funny as fuck. Um, yeah. You know, made references to their favorite TV shows. Um, I good. said something. Witty. I said, oh, you want me to, I can repeat one of my lines. Yeah, actually, yeah, go give it to me. Want. So there'd be How I Met Your Mother fans, right? And I was like, you know, um, Sarah was a big fan of How I Met Your Mother. And I'm really, really, really proud and really happy to say that Lily's found her. I think someone like Lily's found her Marshall, basically. Oh, that's and, actually really adorable. Right. And then I was like, which makes me a really sad version of Ted. And everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I didn't know everyone watched How I Met Your Mother. Here, but here <laughs> biggest laugh of the night. It was yeah, huge. that's good. I like that one. That's good. Uh, but I was like, good, sentimental, ends with a joke, great shit there. But then it gets to this one. And um, best man again. Um, again, I'm really good friends with both the, br- um, the the bride and groom. So it's really good in that sense. Um, the ceremony is really good. Uh, the the guy who the celebrant looked like Osher Gunsberg, like really oh, spitting image of gorgeous. Osher. And I was like, fuck, I'm gonna suck this guy's dick by the end oh, of the night. But he was only there for an hour. Give me a bird so, bath. So I can only give my <laughs> so I can only give him a hand job. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> Osher only looks Osher looks like a rim job and hand job person anyway. So <laughs> he does. He looks like he loves a rimmy anyway. <laughs> yeah, how many times? I listen to a podcast and at the start it's Osher advertising his podcast he runs ads on other people's pods kind oh, of thing and it's like hey Dreambo. Osher Gunsberg here you know what I like and I'm like I want to give you a hand job <laughs> every time <laughs> every time I want to give him a hand job so that all goes well I had to put my I never knew how hard it was to put your arms behind your back for like 30 minutes straight fucking shoulder hurts. workout shoulder workout oh my god I was going to pop my shoulder out so that all happens we're all happy um, but the worst part is I can't really get drunk because I've got a speech to do later on. Okay. And yep. like good thing about this wedding, live band. Oh, Ooh. I love, a, I love oh, a live mate, band there is a something like a cover band that that nails everything as well. Yep. Like they'll go go from pop to classics, you know, ABBA and they there's just there's a vibe with a live band. There's a vibe. They were doing, they were doing the Bee Gees and they were doing the Killers and they were doing Bruno exactly. Mars. Yeah, and they exactly were just my point. Killing everything, and it just it makes everyone want to get up and good, dance. There's something good money about in that, that as well, Freddie. By the way, absolutely should be. I'm telling you, we could be in a wedding band. Oh, static, wedding crash. Wedding crashes. <laughs> static revenue ties you. That's a, that's a, that's, a, oh, that's got a ring to it. <laughs> pay us static revenue also. We'll, we'll play, play the please. same six songs seventeen <laughs> times. Can you play? Can you play a beach? No, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, so like the the way it was laid out had a light bed had three big tables didn't have a bridal table which I really loved as well um, and the the speeches only four speeches how many have you been to you've been to a few weddings in your day yeah you, yeah been to one or two have you been ma- are you married yet. I'm not frowny, no. Sorry, I just want to point that out. Oh. Uh, just to make me feel a little better about any of, the, any of the one or two women, actually, who listen to this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Please, sort this out. Um, so, like, there was only four speeches for the night, and then the couple did one. So, it was um, yep. parents did their speech together, both sets of parents, and then it was best man and the bridesmaid. Oh, are they um, two, two pe- sets of parents that are still together as well? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. that's incredible. 
That was Sorry, like that's just... very. It's very rare, actually. I don't really. I keep forgetting that. Um, and their speech was like three minutes each, and I was like, awesome. Weren't that yeah. funny? I was like, okay, I should be good. And then they're like, oh okay, and now um, we eat our dinner. We like they spaced out the speeches as well. It was great. I fucking yep. love this wedding. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then they go, and we're gonna now listen. Uh, the fucking best man, Nick Brown, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like, ah, brownie, brownie. No one did that. But like, like in, my, in my head, they were chanting my name. In your head, you're coming out to fucking Kanye stay gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she takes my money. <laughs> um, and I get in front of the crowd and I'm like, I, I'm used to having like, when I say used to, my other best man speech, I had like a podium in front of me so I could lay my my notes and I could hold the mic, kind of work the crowd. And yeah, like a, principal, uh, like a principal at a uh, school assembly. Absolutely. And for this one, I was just naked in front of everyone. It was just me in front of three long tables, like oh. I was like I was at fucking Hogwarts, essentially. You know, the <laughs> long tables? It was literally like that. There was three of them, not four of them. We'd, sorry, Hufflepuff, you didn't get a crack this time. But it was... <laughs> But oh. there was three long tables and I got up and I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. And I was like terrified. I was physically shaking while doing mm-hmm. it. But luckily, I'm charming as fuck. Yes. And I crushed it. Oh my oh, God. Give, me, give, us, give us some of your best lines. So my I had three pages. My A couple of early little jokes here. Um, his dad... Um, but the groomsman, Tim's dad, the groom's dad, called him Tom during his speech. So oh, I called him. So I was like, I've, I've, known, I've known Tom Bolt, Tom Bolch for 20 years now. And, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I just pointed people like, ah, you got Yeah, and flashback to a previous speech. Inception. Oh, that's fantastic. That's incredible. You got to learn. I, I told the bridesmaid to try and do it, but she she didn't, not as not as qualified as me. No, yeah, no. It was, it's all about reading uh, the room as well. So I had three pages. Uh, first page was kind of like a few little sentimental things. Um, and then the second page. Was what I did the night before. We also went out the night before, so oh, uh, no. and it was just a page with "I'm single, help" written on the page over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> so I did this at the last speech, uh, last my last best man yep. uh, speech, and it worked pretty well. Best way of putting it. Um, and so I thought, well, fuck it. Right, let's see if I can go two for. Two. In other words, did it get you laid? Is that yes, what you're saying? Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Did. Uh, and so this one. I was like, I had a, uh, a finger and just said, single, I'm single, I'm single. And I'm like literally going, okay, so this is where I announced that I am in fact single. Um, I've drawn a couple of stick figures. This is me. And this one says you with a question mark. Um, I don't know who I'm talking to, but if anybody is single here, just say hi to me oh, a bit later on. That's fantastic. And I also did this thing where I was like, okay, so if any of my jokes bomb, I'm going to put my hand up. And when I put my hand up, everyone's going to laugh. So I put my hand up, ha, 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 stop, put my hand down, quiet. And it was crowd work. Oh, Mitch, it's just, just genuine crowd. You just are like, a, you're a front man. I, I, I should have emceed the fucking wedding. Um, I really <laughs> should have. I kept telling him I should have. And then it gets to the last bit. And I, make, I made the bride cry. I was fucking doing backflips in my head. I was like, yes, I'm so good at this oh. shit. I uh, made her cry. And I was all standing ovation. Brownie, brownie, brownie at the end. I was having a ball of it. Uh, you know, big hug to the, um, the groomsman and the bride as yep. I walked back to the table. The, um, Tim, the groomsman, goes, thanks, mate. That was special. And for some reason, I was like, thanks. I'm autistic. Thanks for saying <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, just say it. Just say what I what you're really thinking so I can't take any compliment for the life of me so when he says that was special I don't take that as a good thing I take that as oh he's calling me autistic right? and we know we're still waiting on the reports to come in about you brownie as <laughs> yeah, well so exactly. but um so all that happens we're all dancing it's a yeah. great time open bar every time I, you know the group the bridal party gets a um like free drinks, I guess, like uh, different drinks than everyone else. But you have to say a code word, right? Oh. And the code, the code phrase was "I'm a pirate." 
And that means you could get rum and you could get different things. So I went up to the bar and at the start of the night, I was like, I'm a pirate. I go up and whisper it and they're like, okay, we'll, we'll hook you up. Yeah. By the end of the night, anyone around me, I'm like, just say I'm a pirate at the bar. You'll get anything you want. <laughs> it was so cool. Oh, fuck. So I'm like, everyone's up there going, Arr, Arr, I'm a pirate. I, kept t- I kept telling them they had to put accents on. So I'm like, yeah, I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Just going, yo. Oh, it was so Brandy, good. Brandy, that's too good. Uh, and then, so, yeah, end of the night, like, it was it was lovely. It's very, it's on a sentimental note, it's very special seeing, a, like, a very good friend. Absolutely. It's also very sad when you look at yourself and you're not even fucking in a relationship because <laughs> that's two weddings in a <laughs> row. But, but as I, as I said, did uh, the big question is, did me saying I'm single during my speech work this time around? Mitch, did can it? you have a guess? It didn't, did it? Well, I'm just looking at my phone now, and I actually just got a message from um, somebody's number that I collected on the night. Oh, um, Freddy! I'm not saying I, no, it didn't go as well as it did last time, but um, yeah. look, somebody somebody came up. The bride actually came up and said, "Hey, I've actually got a friend who I think is single, who is single, and might like you." And I was like, "Probably not." <laughs> she, <laughs> she walked straight up to you and she went, "I thought your speech was really special." <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! She thinks I'm <laughs> just call me autistic for fuck's sake. I've got to say, though, your story about getting the drinks at the bar, like the I'm a pirate. Yeah. My cousin got married. Yep. Big, big Indian wedding. So it was a three-day event. Oh, wow. The, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But the, I only went to the last day. It was the one, you know. It's like, it was, <laughs> it's it's like, like, like Boxing Day of the Cricket. So it's <laughs> yeah, like, like, I, went to, <laughs> I, just, I went to the main one. I yep. went to the one where they did like, it was, this isn't in, not sounding racist or anything like that. No fucking clue what anyone was saying during the wedding because they yep. got like, they had a traditional like, uh, Hindu like um, ceremony in the backyard. That awesome, because like, yeah, uh, it was insane. Then they have a thing where they were, like steal something from my cousin and throw it on the roof or something. I don't know, but um, it was <laughs> sick. And like she looked gorgeous as well. Same thing. She was in traditional like the Indian gown and everything. Yeah, like it was red and it was really colourful. It's gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that night, so my cousin wanted a party. Wanted a party, and I'll just wanted say this partying. quickly. So this was at the Frankston Mechanics Hall where Static used to play all the time. Oh my! And God. we're there. That's where the wedding. He's that's where the reception was, and he'd organised everything himself. And there was probably about a hundred people there. And I remember going to the bar. That like where the canteen was. There went up there, walked it, walked over to the bar, and said, "Can I get a Can I get a drink?" And they went, "What do you want?" I said, "I get a Jim Beam, please." And they put an entire bottle of straight Jim Beam in front of me. Entire oh bottle to take God. back to my table. Walked back, looked at one of my other cousins, and I went, They just gave me this. And he walked over and said, Can I get a Jack Daniels? And they were putting like fucking like black label triple distilled entire bottle Fuck every time he asked for a drink. Me. And he spent that much money on alcohol. It's apparently he sent thousands and thousands and thousands that everybody who asked for whatever drink they want got an entire bottle the first That's time amazing. they asked. So everywhere sitting there and there's like 10 bottles and it's also the same guy that got heavily drunk and when they showed, <laughs> said it's closing and he got on top of the stage and went, I spent $10,000 on this wedding. The bond's only two grand. We're going to 3 a.m. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. But no, that was that was my one story, Franny. But I thought fantastic weddings. I do agree. I haven't. I love I haven't, weddings. I've only seen one close friend get married. But uh, yeah, being a single Pringle, I uh, <laughs> yeah, it does fun. depress it's me a little bit at the same time. But no, it is lovely. 
it, it's it's really fun and dep- it's a very weird thing. Yeah, being a single guy, especially in like your mid to late twenties, like everyone's getting married around you. There's so many like there was literally a breastfeeding room because there's so many like mums oh. who have just had kids because the wedding had to be postponed nine months because yeah. of COVID. Big so like number. a lot of people who weren't supposed to be um, you know, have babies now have babies and they're all breastfeeding or they're pumping or whatever. There's literally a room that all the mums are there doing that. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so old and I'm so lonely. <laughs> also, you know, like you know my imaginary wedding that I've talked about in the past, how yep. like I like I want it to be small, blah blah blah. I got a lot of good tips from this wedding, but something I want to happen is I want friends to be the celebrant and I want somebody to MC it. One for the cost reasons, I don't want to spend much on this wedding, probably around five hundred bucks or something like that for the entire thing. But Mitch. I'm going to ask you right now, if I ever yep. get married, whenever yep. that may be in the future, yep. I'm single at the moment, keep in mind, will yep. you be my celebrant? I will be 100% be your oh, celebrant. Fantastic. I will get my wedding license to just do your wedding. It costs like two grand to do it. So I, what I was thinking is we get married during the week. Um, <laughs> like we get like dur- like at like a, you know, like. Just like a white know. card, isn't it? Isn't it easy? You go in for it's a day. No, you have to do like a course and everything like uh. I've been told recently. So if we get, if me and my imaginary partner get married during yeah. midweek, we'll say, but then when the actual wedding happens, you can do all the stuff, but it won't Absolutely. be official during you. So I feel like you could be a beautiful person to do uh, that. Absolutely, Freddie. It'll be an honor for the, uh, we'll, we'll plan it in for what, 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hopefully the uh, hopefully my partner's okay with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Franny, that was, should we uh, should we wrap this thing up, mate? Yeah, I reckon we should wrap it up, mate. What do you what do you what, what, what do you reckon? I reckon. I reckon we should. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, all right. Would you rather's? We always yes. finish with these ones. Do you want to go like first? To start? Oh, uh, I can't even remember last time. It was like four months ago. I'll okay. let you go first. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Would you rather, Mitchell? Mm-hmm. Have your sex tape leaked? Yep. But it's no, not just yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not your best effort. Okay. Yeah. Or have penises going down your back and you look like a stegosaurus. <laughs> oh jeez, they really are. <laughs> they're really Can't go in different angles. Penis related, but <laughs> all right. So are the penises on my back the same size as my current penis? So it's like a it's like a bridge. It's like a, it's like the Sydney Harbour kind of starts off small, like okay. um, probably like soft penises at the start, big hard ones in the middle, and then it kind of comes down. Okay, you couldn't have used you could have used a different word that comes in, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they do come down. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and also, um, when you when you when you ejaculate in on your real penis, all the other penises also ejaculate. So it's a big fucking well, it's a big fireworks show. I don't I don't know how cocks work that well, but um. <laughs> I'd imagine it'd just be like a wart. You're going to burn off with some dry ice. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, you know, you, what's what's the worst that can happen? You got to and it, do they have foreskin? I don't know, Freddie. There's so many questions I want to know. It's, um, it's, they're my cocks. I get to choose. Mum, I did okay. circuit. Did you did my mum's circuit? They're my cocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's really and so, and then the sex tape. So the thing about a sex tape is, I reckon it'd be one of those things that would be. Terrible for the first like six months if it got leaked, yeah. and then after that it'd be the biggest fucking laugh. Yeah, like your mates, like you'd up. be embarrassed, and then like two years later you'd be at a pub. Like this was like the time I was on a current affair. It was sort of <laughs> one of those things. It was like oh, I don't know, and then like six months later I'm with a random at a bar, and I'd just be like, "Have you seen me sex date?" <laughs> <laughs> Six months later, you're releasing like a director's cut version where you're doing commentary over it. You're like, so this is where I really fucked up here. 
because it's not going to be your best effort. So you're like, when they first see it, they're like, oh my God, Mitch is awful at sex. Yeah. But then you're like, later on, you'll be like, ha, 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 I'm awful at sex. But it'd be, it'd be, it'd be like, you've got something to prove though. You know, yeah, if a chick true. saw it, she's like, Mitch, I saw your tiny penis and yeah, I reckon you, <laughs> you're shit. I don't know what women say about sex. I've never seen. I've never, never talked never... to one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. I reckon I'll go the sex tape because. Yeah. I, I like don't know. It. I don't really want to go to the beach and be a cockasaurus rex. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to like. You imagine, like I don't know. You're at the beach and you. Oh, you did. You taking up ballet as a kid. Boys could do ballet too, and yes, you do okay. a ballet. You do it a pirouette. Turkey slap someone. <laughs> What happens when you get married and I'm your celebrant, Mitch? <laughs> and, then, uh, and I just see all your, your penises on your back I, rising. I don't, I don't want to do a conga line and hear the person behind me gagging is all I'm saying. So. <laughs> God damn it. So I'm, I'm going to go the sex tape, Frowny. There's I'll so go many the things tape. you can't do with being a stegosaurus. Oh, you can't. You can't. Like, imagine laying in bed. Like, imagine laying on your back in bed. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how much would that suck? Yeah, it's true. It's uh, a great point, Mitch. I think you've you've de- uh, deciphered this. One and the well. amount of cum you need in your body. No. Anyway, I'll stop. No. But uh, <laughs> all right, right, Frownie. Yes. Would you rather? Yes. When you take a piss, it's like it pisses in like a normal kind of like piss strength, but in eight different directions. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Or. Would you rather piss one steady stream, but it is fucking high pressure as anything? So, like, like, we're talking, like, yeah, like, full on, it could almost crack your toilet bowl. Fuck. This is a good one. (laughs) I don't know if it actually is a good one. No, but but you think, I'll tell you why. You imagine you're at a urinal. Think of a urinal. You've got high pressure piss. You've got to spray it everywhere off the urinal. You know but what if I mean? It's going from eight different so, angles. It's you also might got to a piss use, on something. Yeah. You might have to use three different urinals to get all the angles right. Exactly. What would you do? Okay. That's a good one. Um, high pressure one, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to. Like, I can't control it, Mitch. <laughs> I can't control it. Um, I don't know. Like, a high pressure. Like, let's think of the positions that this could be quite beneficial. You're in a fight. And all of a sudden, whip your dick out, start pissing on oh. him, knocks him out in one hit. Like a fire truck in a riot. Absolutely. Fire truck in a riot. That's, <laughs> that's a saying, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> just headshot them with your piss. Automatic knockout. Like, yep. you can't go to jail for pissing on someone. You can't. I, I actually think you can. <laughs> and I think the thing is, as well, at a urinal, they would know it's spray as well, wouldn't they? They'd be like, oh, yeah, you exactly. just it's just spray. Imagine like in like you're like okay, I'm gonna sit down on the toilet when I pee, and it's just like you just start lifting off the ground because of how high pressure it is. <laughs> oh, it's no. working! It's working! <laughs> because of that, I feel like if I got close enough to the toilet, if to, to a urinal, if we're gonna use a urinal as an example, mm-hmm. I would be able to I, piss my eight streams without it doing too much damage. You control it. I can try and control it. I can also try and cover up some of the holes with my thumbs and try and like <laughs> what make did you sure cock it... a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not telling me if I can do this. If I've got eight different streams coming out of me, I've got eight different holes, right? Does that not mean that, or am I making shit up? I don't know. It's your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
stop talking about my dick, Mitch. This is my dick. Um, so because of that, I'm going to cover up, maybe put a couple of Band-Aids over a couple or maybe yeah. some adhesive glue and just kind of cover up a couple of the holes. And yeah. then I, I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Although fire hose knocking someone out by pissing on them, which you actually can go to jail for. Mitch, no, stop agreeing. Why did you agree with me when I said you can't go to jail for Out of everything you said, I'm just like, yes, piss on yeah. yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm pissing out of eight Mate, holes. I'm eight holes. How good of a party trick it be, though. Also, when you've got an erection, you try to do like an eight-way piss. Just oh. saying, that would be pretty... That'd, that'd be, be difficult. Pretty, that'd be but hot. Yeah, imagine okay. the party trick. Like, we all do stupid shit when we're drunk. I used to nudie run at every party I ever went to in my early 20s. Yeah. But I'm saying, you imagine being that fucking wasted and looking at someone going, Oi, bet I could piss 70 metres. And like, everyone <laughs> going everyone's like, like... Everyone's giving you money. You're like, to <laughs> say like, yeah, 100 bucks a piece. Everyone's like, man, this guy's going to owe us so much money. <laughs> you just and launch it. Piss over the horizon. You can <laughs> like welcome in airplanes soaker. on their last flights. Like Fuck. the fire trucks that spray over them. <laughs> you could, you could, get you could be a hero, bitch. You could be a hero with this thing. <laughs> You're putting out fires. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate, that, I've just got the greatest scene. Oh, anyway, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that was... Uh, is that it, Mr. Nick? I think so. I think that has to be... I think for um, legal reasons, we have to call it in after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was good. Um, We'll be back next week. We, we, our lives are a little less hectic without band stuff and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we'll see everyone next week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>